as easy as the touch of a button. The message of life on 657 AM. That's it for my company with Ntoli Zimbet. Intogoze Ekimi. Bring us to 11 after 7 right here on Rilu Puppetio Daily Companion. Good evening and uh, welcome to it. This is the second and the last hour of our program. Remember, we started at 6 and we're going all the way until 8 o'clock this evening. And on the line, I'm joined by Mr. Yandisa Zulu. Uh, Mr. Zulu, how are you, sir? Yes, sir. Fine people now, you bro. I'm fine. Yes, ma'am. Yours is a very interesting and uh, well-known say name. (laughs) <laughs> you have a lot of explaining to do, eh? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm partly <laughs> accountable or responsible, rather. <laughs> All right, uh, I think uh, to make things easier for you, uh, if you can give us uh, uh, Tagazel, if if I can be, it's Tagazel. It's Tagazel. Okay. Yeah, Omakeba la bonda bezita. From the royal family, so okay, uh, both spiritually. Well, 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 how do you say it in Zulu? Well, yeah, from the royal cousine. Yeah, so both spiritually and naturally, I'm royal. Yo, hey, what an honor! <laughs> yeah, yeah, funny enough, though. Yeah, uh, my name is Yandisa, right? That yeah. actually means uh, multiplication addition. Yeah. Uh, expansion. So, if you were to interpret that scripturally, you'd get the guy called Joseph. That's okay. what Joseph means, right? Yeah. And Joseph was the eleventh son of Jacob, mm. right? I'm born on the eleventh day, on the eleventh month. Yeah. His dad was Jacob. My father in the north, his name is Jacob. Okay. I am born in the east in Cape, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so right. we were. If, yeah. if we had time, I was going to decode how I am very much comfortable and confident that yeah. I am born for such a generation. Mm. And it's not yes, for sir. the first time that I speak with you. I I, I, I think so. I, I, it's I not think for the so first time. I remember you very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Nevertheless, thank yes, you very sir. much for being with us uh, this evening. And before yeah. we can maybe go into the details of what you have in store for us, man, we are seeing a lot of things happening in KZ, and it's something mm-hmm. that we can really cannot not turn a yes. blind yes. eye to, man. Yes. Uh, what's your take on what is happening? Uh, maybe a message to the listeners about uh, what is happening in KZ. First of all, it cuts very deep. Not necessarily to say that it was going to cut any less deep if it was another province, but it cuts very deep because that's my home province. Those are my um, very close people. I have families that are very much affected at this point in time. So the best that we can probably do right now is to pray. But for those that can do more than prayer, uh, they're very much welcome to do so. And uh, I I really plead that they really, really help. I think this is a time where the church really needs to stand up and, and, and make a difference in this case and regard. So you are speaking on behalf of the royal family. No, 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 no! I wouldn't do that because I would be very much in trouble. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, they, 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 they get the message that 
a man the from royal the royal house spoken. has spoken, even though you are not speaking on behalf of the, yeah. uh, the royal family as yeah. such. But uh, we just we are grateful that we can be able to connect and speak to people uh, like you, that uh, Yandisa. I don't know how to really give you that respect in Izizulu. The only thing that I know is by it, but I don't know how to like address you pro- properly. Like I should be addressing yes, you. Yes, uh, somebody sir. from the royal house. But uh, I hope you understand my heart and uh, my appreciation that uh, um, you gave your time to the listeners of yes, Radio Puppet to educate us also uh, this evening. Yes, and of course, uh, this evening we are looking at uh, the involvement of the church in the economic activity. Yes, sir. Hmm. First of all, if I were to just go back a bit, yes. the reason why KZN is so much affected is that we are currently, in South Africa, we do not necessarily have much of a new economy. Okay. We have old economy. So what does that mean? That means old infrastructure, right? So had we had modern cutting-edge technology when it comes to drainage systems, we wouldn't have what we have in KZN at this moment, right? So it, it's something that we could have avoided. So hopefully... Yeah that after this incident we're going to learn and we're going to learn very much. It's just a Peter that we learned in a very difficult and painful way. That's the first thing. The second thing is that uh, there's, a, there's a conversation that I've been having with myself and obviously in meditation. Um, there is just a deep cry about how much of unemployment is in the church, right? And we're partly to blame. The Bible does not necessarily give us a direct instruction, or it never says to us we should look at the government to change the narrative and to change the situation in any country. In actual fact, the Bible speaks about the book of Corinthians, speaks about prayer, that we should pray for those that are in leadership. But it gives us the responsibility because we are the ones that are connected directly to the Creator through uh, the name of our Lord Jesus, right? That's the second thing. The bad thing is that we have a lot of cash flow in the church generally, right? So there is so much that I think we can be able to do. If you look at the first day church, which is the Pentecostal, uh, they had a mindset that we're leaving, right? And then they realized that, look, it looks like years and years are passing by and we're still here, right? And then that led to the charismatic. The charismatic said, we want everything and we want everything now. Right? Because people had gone through the struggles of thinking that, oh, the, the, the world is coming to an end, the Lord is coming back, and therefore going to move to heaven as soon as we can. Forgetting that the Lord said himself, don't take them away. The charismatic uh, said, we want everything and we want everything now. And you can tell that it was a, a cry of desperation because of things that are going on and so forth and so forth. Right now, I believe we're in the day of the apostolic. That is where we plant the seed and you wait for the harvest. What does that mean? That means we have to put in place structures and strategies that are going to affect the economy so that in the economy, within an economy, right? I'm speaking about the kingdom of God, right? It's within the national economy, which is the economy of South Africa. There's there's something that we can be able to do. How can we change the narrative? We can be able to change the narrative by first, we need to build our own financial sector, right? Our own bank, right? And uh, there is a, a, a specific portion of people that are referred as Christian that have their own bank. I'm not going to name them, 
right? But mm. we can be able to build our own bank. And within that bank, we can be able to set our structures. If you go to, if you go to Muslim countries, if mm. you go to Islam communities, they do that, right? So if you... you, you they have their own banking uh, structures? System. Systems, okay. Yeah, so it, it, in actual fact, their, their banking system is very light on their people. If you were to go and borrow capital for your business, chances are if you go to a country that are actually governed by Sharia law, you would not pay interest. Right? They, they, so, they don't charge their people interest, although we don't want yeah. to really focus and call yes, them by names and stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm. So if you were to come, if we were to want to deal with issues, we have enough cash flow as a church mm. to deal with such things. For example, if you need a, a cash fund to rescue a company, you would simply go into, uh, the, not necessarily to say we'll be giving people money, we'll be giving money away, but there's certain scriptural principles that we can use that can make sure that people within the kingdom of God are able to be entrepreneurs, they are able to be supported. They are able to to succeed. But we don't do that. We are all looking at the government and we are all looking at people that are not even born again, right? The Bible says silver and gold, right, is of the Lord. So there is so much that we can be able to do that can be able to turn around this, 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 this dilemma that we find ourselves in as South African economy where there's a lot of unemployment, and a lot of skills mm. in the country and so forth. Yeah. L- listening to you right now, I- I- I'd like to ask you this question. Do you think uh, this is where we need to start as the church with the banks? Because I-, I believe if it's the way you look at it, I'd say right now that I support you 100%. I mean, like you said, there's a lot of uh, cash flow. And I had a very interesting conversation with one uh, leader in the community, yes, one of the prominent church leaders, and they they have this uh, initiative of engaging uh, with the church so that they can be able to uh, put their heads together, and yes. after that they can be then be able to go to these financial institutions and say, guys, I mean, every month we we bank over two million to you, but yes, exactly. when, like now, when if, if it's at our tent, for instance, you cannot give us loans, uh, mm-hmm. you cannot give us, uh, we cannot even buy houses because. You say that we are not safe, um, and yet every week we give you money, our own money, but mm-hmm. we cannot borrow from our own money that we give you. And uh, I think it boils down to the division amongst us, because had we been united, then we mm-hmm. can be able to speak in one voice and say, guys, if you are not going to help us with this thing, then we're not going to do business with you, and it ends there. Exactly. If, if we were to pull back from financial institutions and, says, and say, we're not going to bank with you, they would be hampered. We are probably, in South Africa, by far, by numbers, we are the people that can be able to dictate to financial institutions, right? However, that is not the most successful way to do things because at the end of the day, it's their own institutions. So if we were to sit down, and begin building our own institutions according to the patterns that Scripture gives us. There is a whole lot of injustice within the financial sector in South Africa. Worse and worse for a black person. 
right? But we do not want to make this thing a racial issue. It's not a racial issue. It is just that the financial sector has a lot of ups and downs. It has a lot of good things, but it has a lot of greed as well. So there's so much that we can. There's so much skill set that is in the church that can be used. I believe right now in the church, if you were to say we're going to open our bank, the entire skill set that you would need to operate and function a bank you'd get in the church. Simple. If we were to do that, obviously the bank, commercial bank is the last thing. We, we can start by caution. We can open a business bank or whatever. You know, there's so much we can do. Um, some, some what of a business stock fell, but that is legal, right? There's so much that we can do that can build up to a bank. At the end of the day, we need the bank of our own where our people are going to get money straight from our institution. Obviously, there's going to be um, structures that are set, that are put in place for people to undergo so that they can qualify, right? But there is so much that we can be able to do, and we have enough of that. But instead, what we are noticing in the church is that there's just so much segregation, there's just so much um, ignorance. We are very much ignorant as the kingdom of God. Very much ignorant. That is why the number of unemployed people is still going to skyrocket. Now, there's just one thing I want to say as I, as I finish. If we can be able to deal with the economical part of our nation, there will be less and less sin. There will be so much purity because right now there are brothers and sisters that have to sin to eat. There are brothers and sisters that are signing their souls to the contract that they would make uh, with the person that would want to exploit the fact that they are poor. Our, we have seen it. Our sisters have to compromise themselves to get jobs. They have to compromise the standard of God to get jobs. Our brothers have to compromise the principles of scripture to get jobs. You know why? We are being loaded by people that do not have a relationship with Christ. Simple. So, if we deal with this, everything else will fall into place. So, I, 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 I think I see where the problem lies. But yeah. I would like to ask you this one. What do you yeah. think is causing all this, for us not to stand up and uh, do the things that you just mentioned, uh, to stand up, create our own employment, and what, what do you also think uh, causes us to think that uh, uh, the government is the answer or holds the answer to all the solutions to all the problems that we have today? First of all, in the church, there's too much one-man show. There's what I call spiritual capitalism. Spiritual capitalism is a person that would lord over many people. They are the only voice that matters. Celebrity pastoring, where all the tithes, all the givings, all the first fruits are going to him. We are prioritizing things that should be the last thing. We are prioritizing private jets. 
or tie tying expensive suits while there's people that have not eaten in the church. People are using people are, I'll say this again, people are using the scripture to be rich. That's where it begins. Right? Now the Bible speaks about tithes. When it speaks about tithes, we would actually go back to first mentioned principle if you understand theology. First mentioned principle is when you, you you attend to the first time something is mentioned. You go back to the book of Genesis. The Bible says, Oh, 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 oh Abraham gave tithes, he did not pay it. You start to understand that it became mandatory, meaning a law after three hundred years. Right? So if you go and you follow the history of givings and tithes, the Bible speaks about a storehouse, not a storeman. Right? Meaning, umnigelo, uh, tithes and givings. We're going to the house, not to a person. Right? So, ability so that there can be food in my house. Aliti, so that there can be food in the pocket of the man of God. So there's a whole lot of principles that we need to go and recheck scripturally. If we're tithing to the church, so that the church can be able to take care of orphans, so that the church can be able to take care of, of widows, so that the church can be able to take care of the poor, then the principles would be correct. But right now, it is very difficult because you find that the more the church grows, the more the power goes to the pastor, or the more the pastor is powerful. So until we deal with that capitalistic mindset, which is what happens in, in the social setting, the secular world, that money goes to a specific portion of people, that's what we're doing in the church. And it, it shouldn't be like that. The book of Acts says, they shared everything. We must get to a point where we are able to share everything. I'm not necessarily saying people should give away things they worked hard for. If there is not a conviction of the Holy Ghost, don't do that. But I'm saying, if I have five rand, it does not hurt to share one rand with the people, not just with the pastor. Right now, we are all running to impress the pastors. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the pastors, and I'm not necessarily bashing pastors, but I'm just saying there is this mindset that if I'm in a position of power within the kingdom of God, right, it is first going to be scaled by what car am I driving? What am I flying with? Right? So that if we can be able to change that, that giving tight, yeah. Everything goes to the church. Then the church can decide mm-hmm. how much goes to the pastor. All right. And, and certain, obviously, uh, they'll be able to form committees of capable people exactly. who can then be able to uh, know how to uh, correctly use their money to not just benefit themselves, but yes. to benefit the communities, so even to use the money uh, to make more money for them. Because there are many exactly. people that are working in these institutions who are fellowshipping mm. with us, and yet they are not putting their uh, good you know, expertise, uh, professions, you know, mm. to, to, I mean, for a good use in the, in the churches, uh, yes. to a good use in the churches. But uh, that, uh, thank you very much uh, for your time. We're just going to have to leave it right here. Hopefully you, we'll you, continue sir. with it.
uh, with you next week. Uh, Thank the you. most high willing, and of course, if uh, Brajose allows, we can continue, can have part two of this. I tried to Thank Google you, your name on Facebook. Guess what? Uh-huh. I don't know how many Yandisa Zulu Zulus are there, man. Even ladies, even young girls are Yandisa Zulu. What? I'm telling you. I thought I'm the only one. No, you are not. There is wow. another one that I, I suspected it could be you, who is a Yandisa Saint Zulu. That's me. <laughs> suspected it could be you. That's me. <laughs> Just go and see Zulu. for yourself, man. I think over what? 20, I'm telling you, there's a lot of Yandisa Zulus there. And can I tell you this? Okay. When I... When I opened my company yes. before Zuluish Blue, I was the only Andisa Zulu on Facebook. On Facebook. So that's why I'm shocked. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm shocked. Yeah, there, are many, there are many of you there, there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah. you for this. Okay. Your, your, your Facebook uh, account or page is what? Andisa Saint Zulu. Saint Zulu. Okay. Yes, All right. Thank you. And of course, uh, for more information, they can always call Global Business Roundtable, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's uh, Yandi Zazulu on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. It has just gone 21 minutes to 8. Download our app now and listen to us wherever you go. Available in the App Store and Play Store.